Hey guys, it's Danny. So you'll notice right away on this episode that Padre wasn't able to make it. He unfortunately had to deal with an emergency right before the show started. Everyone is okay, but it's another one of those emergencies that bite into the wallet and can definitely bring a guy down. He doesn't know I'm doing this and he probably won't until he listens to this episode. But if you could head on over to his channel and drop him a sub, he'd really appreciate that. Also, in the description of this episode, I'm dropping his Epic Creator Affiliate link. If you're looking to buy anything on the Epic Store, use that link and he'll get a portion of that purchase. We appreciate you guys for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Alright guys, I believe we're ready to go. Are you guys ready to go there? No. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Alright, I can hear both of you. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a show about gaming on a budget. With me this week, my co-host, the prestigious Mr. Green Elite. How are you doing, Green? I don't know if you'd call it prestigious. Uh, I do not have any PhDs, but I am a mister, and I am green. And you are elite. I'm doing good. I am elite. <laughs> I am the pinnacle of man. I'm doing a fantastic, Dan. How are you doing today, my guy? I'm doing well. Uh, with us this week, the most powerful Lady Phoenix Gray. How are you doing, Phoenix? I'm doing pretty good. I'm so... This was supposed to be an episode just the boys, and it is. Lady Phoenix Gray is an honorary boy. Uh, tonight, uh, Padre had a very unexpected emergency he had to deal with. Um, so, guys, go send him good vibes and a big shout out and thank you to Lady Phoenix for filling in for him on uh, such short notice, like literally 20 minutes notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need some solid Fs in chat and send him some loves on the Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah, I definitely hope everything works out for him on he, that because that's no fun. It, it's not. It's not. I'm sure you guys can uh, – if you go follow him on Twitter, you can see all the things he's dealing with. Um, we'll get to a guest plug here in just a moment, but uh, some things I want to get out of the way. We appreciate every single one of you guys who are joining us live um, or all of you who are uh, enjoying this at a later point in time. Um, as I say every week, there are a lot of uh, other things that you guys could be doing right now, and the fact that you're here with us means a lot. Um, I kind of say this uh, a little early on in the show because today is Super Tuesday in the U.S. Um, I know it's a little late for a lot of the people here, uh, but if you're in a place where the polls are still open and you haven't voted and you're registered to vote, please do that. You guys can catch the show at any other time. You guys can catch it on Apple spotify google Podcasts. go do your uh, duty as an american citizen and vote uh we make it a point here to tell you not uh, to not tell you how to vote but that the fact that you should vote exactly it's not who you vote for it's just you get off your ass and you go do it exactly get your sticker get your sticker that's right um and then uh, while we're kind of in this uh, mode right now, if you guys uh, do like the show, um, we ask that uh, if there's a few ways you guys can help support us, if you would like to, um, you guys can follow us here on Twitch. Uh, go check out all of uh, our Twitch accounts. Um, you guys can also find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and then if you guys uh, like the show and you find us on a podcast platform of your choice, if you guys give us a rating interview, and of course, if you tell your friends. Um 
Lady Phoenix. Actually, let me get one more thing out of the way. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, one more piece of housekeeping, and then we'll let Lady tell you guys all about herself. Uh, we are sponsor. We are still sponsoring Dead Chatter and Zero of the SWA Motorsports iRacing team. He's hitting the track again this weekend in the Outsider Racing League. Follow them on Twitter and subscribe to SYMTV on YouTube to watch it live. I believe they go on. What's that? Support our boy. Support our boy. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I believe they're going live at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, this Saturday night. Um, Phoenix. Let me tell you guys. Oh, yes. That paint no, job, go ahead. That, scheme, that scheme on his car is fantastic. It is really sexy. That's all I have to say. Yeah. The the, the paint scheme on, on Dead Shadow's car with that next to nothing logo. Fucking. Mm. Um, it's, it's fucking mint. It's nipple looking good. <laughs> all right now uh lady phoenix for those of the uh for those folks who don't know who you are who haven't uh seen you on the show before who haven't been by your stream uh tell them who you are and what you do uh i cuss a lot so if you haven't ever been to my stream um your ears are still technically virgins and there's still time to correct this i promise it's fine uh, I'm actually getting ready to start streaming, um, doing some candle making and some other stuff, but I do mostly video games. Paladins is my main game of choice. Um, free to play hero shooter that I definitely recommend, especially if you aren't sure if you like that genre of game. Like if you Overwatch looks pretty, but you don't necessarily want to pay $30 to find a, just a test if you like it. Paladins is a really good alternative because it's almost the exact same game. It's just, you know, more in-depth. Um, I am going to be streaming Final Fantasy VII when it comes out. I pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition. I played the demo. Holy balls! I'm so excited. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much all I've got right now. <laughs> and what, what platform is on? Uh, I know that the the PS4 uh, release date has been given, which I think at this point is like 36 days, so a little over a month. But I don't believe they have given a release date for PC yet. So I am going um, – I have a PS4 Pro, so I'm going to be – that's what I pre-ordered it on. And I'm not going to lie. I can almost guarantee you I'm going to order it. I'm going to get it on PC too. I don't care. I'm just, I'm, I'm one I'm of those sorry. people. I'm one of those people. So I just, I'll have it on like two or three platforms if I can. What's your stream platform on? Uh, I can, I stream from PC and uh, PS4. I have a Elgato capture card. So. Twitcher Mixer. Oh my God. I'm really dumb, <laughs> aren't I? Twitcher Mixer. All three Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I did not understand. You're I apparently fine. completely missed the actual core of what he was asking. Let, oh, me, let me answer every question you didn't ask while I dance beautifully around <laughs> and avoid the very question you did. I should be a politician, dude. This is a good day for this. It, it was magic. Okay. Right? But yeah, I'm, no, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm currently predominantly on Mixer uh, because Twitch just had a whole bunch of drama. So. Yeah. Twitch, yeah, for for a lot of people, Twitch has a lot of baggage. Um, yeah. 
which uh so we've talked about this before and i'm just gonna i'm gonna take us right off the rails real quick uh uh phoenix so we we met playing another character shooter called dirty bomb um i don't know if you saw my tweet uh from yesterday but riot's new uh character based shooter looks like it might actually be able to fill the hole in my heart that dirty bomb left oh hold on now what's it called um it's it starts with a v crap what's the name it's like virulent virulent violence um, valorant valorant there you go go. i'm literally oh shit i see the first thing i see is riot's new shooter valorant looks like overwatch meets csgo shut your butt we are about to get all up in this nasty game oh i'm gonna be so excited please dear god i need someone I need the boom boom. I need somebody <laughs> to have the boom boom that doesn't fly. Because that's like my big problem. And like, I'm sorry, Junkrat just is not. No, just, just, yeah. no, it's not comparable. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that, we'll see how that game turns out. It might be able to fill the hole in my heart that was left by Dirty Bomb. Splash damage. Um,. <laughs> uh so if you guys don't mind we'll kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the show here i have a review i want to do is that cool you guys yeah by all means is there a chance to veto uh no is this this the thing in fact actually i control uh everything on stream like if you could just like talk real quick so i can you know mute you so no one knows that you're talking (laughs) um so I, uh, a while ago, I played uh, Old School RuneScape. Um, a while it, it, back in December, I was asked to, uh, very short notice, uh, come on the Budget Arcade to talk about RuneScape because uh, Scott and Elliot had heard me say at one point that I played it a lot as a kid. Um, and so I, I talked about it in terms of like you know nostalgia. I got maybe 45 minutes on the game itself before I had to talk on the on their podcast so go find that podcast i'm on it uh budget arcade you guys can find it on google podcast uh apple podcast spotify and basically everywhere else just look for the old school runescape uh episode um so after i i I was on there i decided you know i'm gonna spend some time to play the game and and probably review it here at, at a later time um which I did, uh, and I played the mobile port. I spent, and I'm just gonna say, it's probably been close. It had probably been close to ten years since I played old school RuneScape. Um, really, and what I said on Budget Arcade still pretty much stands. It's kind of baby's first MMO. Um, you have a large scale map that you travel around doing quests, killing things, and leveling uh, your different stats. It's all done through point and click actions. Uh, like most MMOs, the more you level in a specific skill, the better gear you can wield or spells you can cast. Everything about RuneScape is extremely straightforward, and when compared to other MMO, uh, when compared to other MMOs and other MMO-like games, um, there's been a few updates since uh, I play since when I played as a kid. Um, the most notable one. And there's always kind of like been this dichotomy between like free and memberships, um, which the membership was like exclusively like subscription based. You know, you put a credit card in and it charges you every month for it. Now there's a bond system. Uh, so you no longer have to actually subscribe to RuneScape membership, uh, the membership program. 
uh, to play members content, you can buy, sell, and trade bonds for in-game gold or GP. Uh, so if you're a kid who wanted to play the membership content but couldn't, uh, now would be the time that you might want to get back into it, especially if your account already exists still. Um, some other content they added was the Iron Man uh, challenge, which uh, restricts your account uh, interactions with other players, removing bank options, uh, and even includes a hardcore mode where you can only have one life, which is really interesting. So you, all you carry on with you is what you got. You, you can only trade with uh, in-game uh, NPCs. Um, then there's also uh, feature voting, uh, where the community actually gets to vote on features, which is really cool. Um, a big part of, of why I, I started playing this more, um, at the time this was, uh, end of December, early January was the mobile port. So I was on budget arcade, uh, on like the 23rd of December or something like that. The next day, I drove out to my mom's place for Christmas. Obviously, didn't take my PC with me. I installed old school RuneScape on my phone, logged in onto the same account. Everything worked just fine, and it plays exactly like it would on a PC, laptop, or web browser version of the game. Um, the UI is a lot more compact, obviously, because of the screen's the, the screen space economy that you have there. Um, I did find on occasion that there were some issues with UI getting in the way of like committing certain actions. Um, like if I wanted to click something that was kind of like at the bottom or in the corner of the screen, uh, the UI could get in the way. Like it wouldn't register that. Okay. I want to like chop down that tree or I want to fight that thing. Um, UI was a little fiddly there and that's really my, and then uh, the other biggest complaint I had was the camera. Uh, sometimes it seemed confused as to what I wanted it to do, uh, how I wanted to move it. Um, instead of like panning or tilting the camera, it would zoom in a lot. Um, otherwise there's really no other issues playing on mobile for, for OS RS. Um, so that's like the mobile port and like just the general gameplay. Let me get back into some of the things that I did not notice as a kid. Um, you, have either of you guys played RuneScape? Oh God, yes. So, do you remember, or lady? Did you? No, I've never played RuneScape. Sorry. No, it's good. Green, did you ever notice how slow combat is, <laughs> especially really oh, early on? After I tried it, like did the the uh, um, tutorial for the RuneScape dropped. I'm like, holy shit. I, I remember action-paced battles that took, you know, like your heart was pumping the whole time and you're, yeah, you're fighting someone who has like dragon armor and yeah, you're, you're doing your best to stay alive. And it felt at, at the time when I was, what, 12 to 14, mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this is fantastic. This is amazing. Yeah, after don't... trying to... It felt action-packed. It felt like it did. clenching. Um, yeah, it just the combat is so slow, especially in these early levels. Um, I think I got my character up to like level 10, maybe. 
um i remember i sat on an enemy a cow which okay so ren is here and he's in um in the chat by the way and he just literally said this 20 minute battle with a cow and lose it was close i sat for like three minutes on a cow <laughs> and because it was all melee i had to sit there and let the rng play out like you just you know you click you hit attack cow miss miss hit miss 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 <laughs> miss how do you it, miss a cow <laughs> how do you right? miss a cow um it, it will and it's just like the rng so you just have to sit there and let the rng out and i'm just surprised by how much patience i must have had as a kid to play this because i made a lot of characters that were in that range like that played through the first one to 20 levels and i i don't know probably three or four different times that i did that i don't know how i had the patience for it uh there's also uh not a lot of guidance around the uh, map for quests so you probably have to look at guides um and i forgot about that too is like oh yeah i know you have i remember relying on a guidebook that they were selling at like the scholastic book fairs uh well, looks like the stream might have crashed there a little though. bit um yeah it's lagging a little bit for me all right the stream might be back stream looks like it's back yeah um so yeah there's also not like a lot of guidance around the map you're gonna have to uh like rely on guides um a lot if you don't know the quests already um the community is still really fucking huge for this game um and one that i don't really hear about a lot surprisingly like oh. i don't hear like about runescape a lot anymore but the community is still Mike. huge Iron Mike, my cousin, he he plays like religiously every day. <laughs> every day. That was our thing back in 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 like middle school, high school. Yeah. It was just RuneScape. Yeah. So um Let's see. Uh so I I remember at the time I did check the Twitch and I haven't checked it in a little bit, but like OSRS seems for the most part to be uh to outcompete modern RuneScape in terms of viewers and people streaming the game, um, no one, no one liked modern RuneScape. Yeah, uh, that's something I noticed. I, no one liked it. I did not care for it either. I like, I I had been on a hiatus from RuneScape for eight eight to ten years, and then I tried the modern one, and I, I was a fan. It was it mm. was nothing like how I had originally played, and then they like a year later they're like we're dropping old school runescape yeah like, oh hell yeah yeah well like i don't even remember if i went back to it um when i it, i don't even remember if i even heard about modern runescape um i completed all the free quests and i just left it there that was like i completed all the free quests i had a friend who let me on his members account every so often um but you know, once I completed the Dragon Slayer quest and completed everything else, that was, you know, I maybe played for like another three or four months in Clan Wars. Um, overall, like, oh, it also has like a really active subreddit too. Um, overall, this was a it was a fun throwback to kind of go back to, and it was enjoyable to to kind of relive some of that. You know, there's some rose colored glasses uh, involved here. Um, you know the the game is just super slow so you need to have some patience for it um if you're interested in it or want to get some nostalgic feels you should try it out especially if you haven't tried it on mobile yet 
Um, if you're looking for that thing, you can kind of go, you know, that mobile game that first off, it's not going to bleed you dry because it's RuneScape. We already know what, how RuneScape operates. Um, it runs on basically anything um, because it's a browser game. So you're not needing to have like a super intense hardware setup. So this is a good game like to just have in your back pocket if you're traveling. You know, you get to your hotel and, you know, you just hook into the Wi-Fi and play some RuneScape. Um, not not a bad deal at all. Um, green. What are some of your uh, your thoughts, opinions? Should people check out OSRS right now? Um, what are some of your memories from old school RuneScape and so on and so forth? So if uh, pe if people are contemplating playing this, I would recommend playing it, I mean, especially for that nostalgia trip. If you were a previous player, um, like back in middle school, high school, like I was. Um, but there also is like the trade-off like do you have enough time to play it are you actually going to get invested in it is it something that is for you i mean a lot of people are like oh yeah i want to go back to this game i played when i was a kid and then they they completely spoil uh how they felt about it because it, it wasn't exactly how they remembered it's it's kind of like a people who watched wrestling when they were kids and they loved it and then they stopped watching for 20 years and then they see it on cable tv and they're like oh i want to watch wrestling again and it's nothing like they remembered uh like and like how you said with the combat like back when we were kids we thought it was blazing it was top of the line innovative new never before seen and then now it's takes 20 minutes to kill a cow to uh would i recommend it as a time killer yeah absolutely and especially since you can play it for free Ooh, didn't mean to hit my microphone there um but one of my fondest memories uh was i was known as the fishing master that's all i did was fish uh and i remember was it going because to this... you were really good at baiting your your fishing equipment uh no it no. was just because so I you weren't a masturbator so... i was not a masturbator no <laughs> at the at the time i did not know what that even was so uh but no i i would go to this one spot and I, i'm actually looking at a map now because i cannot remember the name of it um and i would go to this port and i would fish for hours literal hours and it, it was nonstop. And it was in, when I became a member. Uh, I don't remember. If, was there a separate island for memberships? Was, am I correct in, in saying that? Um, like you had like the base map and then you had uh, free worlds and then membership worlds where you could access membership stuff. Um, mm, I thought there was like a locked area where you couldn't go if you were not a member. Yeah. Back in the day, anyways. Yeah, no, there was, and um, members, and to access that, you had to have beyond like, a members-only world. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, there were, like, members-only areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all I know is that it was that port that had shark, and all I did was fish for shark. Mm. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I'm like, this is so worth it. 
I spent shit 400 hours fishing for shark. <laughs> that was 400 hours I'll never get back. <laughs> and uh, still worth it. Still worth it. Still worth it. Still worth it. Um, yeah, that was like me and my cousin's biggest bonding thing was her old screw escape. So yeah. I think my fondest memory was the uh, clan wars. So you would go uh, into Varok uh, and you would go north, cross into the Wildy and just like sprint until you got to this like safe zone where like you would just join into the clan chats of like different players and get teleported into a battlefield uh, where like last one standing wins. Um, and I just spent hours as like a level 60 or 70, I think, uh, fighting, um, fighting, <laughs> fighting PVP matches. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, it was, that was like my biggest thing. I'm like, wow, how did I have the patience for this as a kid? Cause I was not a patient child. Um, I got bored with things fairly quickly. Um, I still do. And I think it's actually gotten worse as an adult <laughs> because now my time is, uh, more valuable. <laughs> to me than it was when i was a kid um but yeah any other thoughts on old school runescape Ooh, i remember this time i was fishing for shark right mm -hmm. and this guy started talking crap and this sixth or seventh grade and mm -hmm. you know one of those little internet trolls you little bastard you know saying some saying some shit and he's like, okay, let's go to the PvP area right now. Let's go. Let's go. We'll meet you there. So we walked to the PvP area. He's like, oh, one moment. I have to go to the bank to get my items. And then he comes back on his main account. <laughs> and I'm on my alt account. So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so I lock on to my main account. And he was like level 80 on his main. And like I was like decked out. I had like dragon armor, uh, dragon dagger, uh, poison. Like right, my strength was the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I come back and he's like, "I give up. No, we're not doing this." I'm like, "That's right. That's right. That's right." Be afraid. Wuss. But yeah. Whip. Yeah. I I called him out too. I'm like a seven seventh grade. I'm like you little ha ha. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, anything else on on old school RuneScape? No, sir. It's a it was a fun little Tristan and nostalgia. Um, That's why I don't think I want to go back. Yeah, like, you don't want to yeah, you don't want to ruin your uh, roast tinted glasses. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to spoil you know, spoil my memories with that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, we're kind of going into some news here. So last week, GOG introduced a new return policy. Um, GOG is a game storefront by CDC, uh, by CDC, by CD Project Red. They updated their refund policy to be probably one of the most customer friendly uh, in the market. Uh, so they did this in a post titled GOG's updated return uh, refund policy has your back even more. Um, it said, quote, everyone at GOG believes in a, quote, gamers first approach. It means that every part of our store is designed with gamers in mind and your purchase safety and satisfaction come first for us. 
The latest update to our voluntary refund policy adds another piece to this customer-friendly experience. And it sums it up in one sentence. Starting now, you can get a full refund up to 30 days after purchasing a product, even if you download it, launched it, and played it. That's it. Um, so pretty self-explanatory. Let me just check with you guys, though. You understand what that means? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, for anyone... Pretty straightforward. Yeah, fairly straightforward. So, yeah. 30 days. And I speak from personal experience that that's already better than what Overwatch Paladins or just about any other gaming, you know, thing out there is going to offer you because most of them have like a, if you play past a certain number of hours or a certain point into the game, doesn't matter. Yeah. No refund. Which we'll go through uh, right now uh, some of the refund policies for some other stores. So like Steam, uh, and this is directly from Steam's uh uh, terms of sale quote the steam refund offer uh within two weeks of purchase and with less than two hours of playtime applies to games and software applications on the steam store uh and then you have uh, here is an overview of how uh, refunds work with other types of purchases um it applies to wallet purchases like if you bought like a gift card or some other funds uh that apply to your steam wallet uh on pre-release titles you have 14 days after the release of the game or a two-hour limit still applies. Um, but before that, so, you know, the game comes out on the 10th, it's the 5th, you can refund that no matter what, but uh, once the, the game comes out on the 10th, um, you have 14 days after the 10th to to refund the game um, or uh, two hours of playtime. Epic Games, basically identical to Steam's, but just for, for uh, the sake of consistency here, uh, quote, all games are eligible for a refund within 14 days of purchase for any reason. However, you must not have played a game for more than two hours. You will not be eligible re for refunds for games from which you have been banned or for which you have otherwise violated the terms of service. In addition, you may not be eligible for refunds if Epic determines that you are abusing the refund policy. Uh, again, pre-order policy is the same as Steam's. You can cancel at any time before release and up to 14 days after release. Um, EA Origin, on the other hand, and I'm kind of just going through some of these largest ones to give people a good uh, uh, compare and contrast, has probably one of the worst policies I've seen. Uh, it's not the worst in this list for sure. Um, though there are different policies for Australia, Brazil, and France. So if you live in those countries, check Origin's um, policies for yourself uh so the quote for everyone else basically uh within 24 hours after you launch the game within 14 days from the day that you bought the game if you have not launched it within 14 days of the release date if you pre-order the game uh and haven't launched it um and then within 30 days of release and you can't play it due to problems outside of your control like server issues bugs or other technical problems that are on our side, our side being EA, you can request a refund within 72 hours after you first launch the game instead of 24. Not great. So launch the game at all, decide you don't like it, you only have 24 hours to do it. Um, and then only um, 14 days within if you bought it. Now the worst when it comes to digital sales, is Activision Blizzard because they don't have one. <laughs> they don't have a return policy. 
Uh, their terms of sale, section B, subsection 2 says, quote, all, section, uh, all sales for digital content or services are final. No refunds are permitted except for with respect to any statutory warranties or guarantees that cannot be excluded or limited by law. Basically, um, it's not a policy. It just says we're not going to give you any uh, money um, back if our, if you request it, regardless of how much time, you, regardless if you've played it or launched it at all. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're just talking about digital storefronts. Let's go brick and mortar, uh, to GameStop, uh, GameStop's policy, uh, pre-owned items can be returned for money back after seven days. New items can be returned in original packaging and intact. Um, they will not accept any items that were purchased more than 30 days from printed date on the receipt. Any item that has been opened, not in its original condition, and has been damaged or played with will also be refunded. So that's uh, the GameStop. Refused. Or uh, refused. Thank you. My apologies. Yeah. Um, let me just restate that. Uh, they will not accept any items that were per uh, purchased more than 30 days from printed date on the receipt. Any item that has been opened not in its original condition and has not been or has been damaged or played with will be refused. Not refunded, refused. Thank you, Green. I love you. I love you too. Kisses. Um, <laughs> so of this batch here, and this is obviously not comprehensive. Um, I looked at HIO. HIO really doesn't have a refund policy either, but it's also not um, a massive uh, platform like these other ones. Um, I don't know what Google Stadia's refund policy is, if they even have one set up. Um, so yeah not comprehensive just you know a side-by-side -side comparison to what everything else is uh so this by far has been the most customer friendly policy we've seen um it, a lot of devs have actually bemoaned this new policy and some have uh some of it is justified um geo it also goes to uh stand the point needs to be made that gog also didn't warn anyone that this policy change was coming um, though I think their concerns about, uh, abuse are worthy of mention. I don't think there's as much worry as many devs claim. Um, before I get into some, get into some more of the points I wanted to make, I was just kind of curious, uh, what do you guys think about this policy? What do you guys think of the change? I mean, I'm always, I'm always in favor of anything that kind of gives consumers, especially in the game industry, uh, uh, you know, kind of an advantage because everything almost everything that comes out right now seems to be designed to get at you you know what i mean in some ways like so i don't know having something like that to where you can get your money back pretty easily is kind of i think it's kind of nice yeah what about you green well i mean there's pros and cons to it uh i mean it's nice for the customers that the purchase thing have a valid reason for returning it. Um, the biggest thing though is for the for the devs, like uh, that's money. Like they could, from as, as far as I'm aware, GOG has that DRM free, correct? Yeah. So what's the people 
Like, what's going to stop the people from downloading the game, copying the game, and then refunding the game? Mm -hmm. So, real quick, the DRM, uh, DRM is short for digital rights management, and a lot of times it prevents uh, users from like making copies of, of like files or requires that something's always online or does it does other things to prevent the game from being tampered with in, in certain ways uh it's a way of that developers use to prevent um copyright infringement and piracy uh continue green continue i just want to get that out there yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying so there's there's the content I said the the biggest uh, the biggest thing is you. I'm losing. You, I'm, I'm, I know. I saw it too. I saw it. Okay. So the pros and the cons are for both sides because sure it, it's great for the customer when uh, they can refund them in that time period. However. At what point are the devs going to stop t- putting games on there if they find out that they keep getting their games tampered with and then refunded for? Which would make you have to switch to one of the the other platforms, anyways. Yeah. Um. I so as someone said uh, in chat, Ren. Um. Basically, what you can do is download the game and just like once it's on your hard drive, it doesn't matter. You can refund it. Um, I think a lot of the the concerns about piracy from GOG devs should already know about that, and they should already accept that there might be some sort of risk. Um, anyways, I mean that's just that's the nature of doing business with a DRM free platform. I mean, that's just it. Um, <clears throat> so I think it, so. Ren pointed this out. Uh, Sid Alpha pointed this out you know what's the 30 days to me when it comes to like the return policy and like the uh the refund policy i'm sorry and like piracy um it's a lot to assume that they're just going to wait the 30 days to get their refund if their intent is to pirate the game or to abuse it in some other way they already had the file they can do it within five minutes of install um and you can't really stop them already uh, so I think a lot of that is, it's a really simple matter, um, to, to, with GOG to, to get that on your hard drive and, uh, just uninstall it and get your refund. Um, I think they might maybe see like a slight spike, uh, in, in refunds maybe, but I don't think it's going to, I think it'll probably normalize and I don't think they're really going to see that big of a difference i think overall they're probably going to see a lot happier customers um they're going to see people who are going who are willing to try things out more often because they feel like they have that safety net um i think it's going i think devs are going to benefit from this more i think people are going to be more willing to purchase a game on gog knowing well if i really really don't like it if it doesn't work if it doesn't work on my machine, um, you know, I can always refund it and then be surprised that the product works and that they really like the product. Um, so I think it'll actually lead to sales, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Oh, I agree. 
Like, yeah, I can definitely see the, that. Yeah, it's something to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, it just depends on how how many people take advantage versus how many people use it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how it does stack up. Um, I want to see numbers. I, this is a pretty big thing. Uh, I, w- I would love GOG to put out numbers and be like, hey, guys, this is what this is what we got. This is what happened. Um, so, yeah, I'll be looking for numbers. Uh, other things uh, GOG related. Um, I am right now daily driving the uh, GOG Galaxy launcher, which um, I'll probably do. Uh, I'll talk about and probably do a review of um here in the future uh for those who don't know the gog galaxy launcher is a lot like your epic games launcher or BattleNet or uh, steam um but what it does is it actually goes through and connects all your accounts so you know it looks at origin it looks at steam and BattleNet and epic and says okay um these are all your games here we're going to put it all in one nice neat compiled list um and then it's also going to um it's actually it also goes through your uh, friends list as well um they're still working through the kinks of integrations between all the launchers and seeing what they can and can't get um but i've been daily driving it launching games from it it'll uh so i'll see that i see someone uh, posting some stuff here in our chat i'd like to read that out uh, real quick uh from ren um most pirates are actually pretty fair about certain things to be fair one of the biggest reasons music piracy isn't nearly as common now as it used to be um now that there is there are reasonable price music services so while i think the piracy is going up i don't think it's going to be insane or anything like that um you guys have a response no he's pretty well put yeah uh a lot of a lot of piracy digital piracy is a result of um a failure to distribute in an easy and accessible way um movies and movies tv and music have all learned that um which we'll talk about distribution here later in the show but anything else on gog that you guys want to talk about i do have to mention one thing yeah um when you were going through the other other lot i had a feeling of ea and activision were like trying to fight on who could be like the biggest villain Right, and I think uh, yeah, Activision is winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's weird because for the longest time EA was winning, mm-hmm. like loot boxes, loot boxes, loot boxes. Now Activision's like, you don't get a refund. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, no, you you haven't launched the game. You bought it two days ago and decided you don't want to play World of Warcraft. Nah, fuck you. It's still on your. <laughs> it's still on your drive. Hey, the law says we don't have the effect purchase to found squad. Yeah. Um Okay, cool. So let's go to break. We'll be back in about two minutes. Um and uh we have more to talk about uh just in a minute. Bye guys. We'll be yes, right back. <laughs> We are back. Just the boys with RuneScape. Just the boys with RuneScape. Yeah, we're way past that conversation. I didn't even go. I didn't even go to the media uh, for that conversation. We just had fun talking about it. So, um, 
one reoccurring topic that we have on the show a lot is Google Stadia. Uh, <laughs> Google Stadia, one of the biggest complaints, that, or not complaints, uh, one of the biggest points we've made about Google Stadia really is the lack of content. And we've gotten... Um, We've gotten a an article uh, from the Business Insider that has revealed a pretty big reason why there's a lack of content on Google Stadia um, and why it's probably going to continue to stay lackluster unless start, uh, Google starts putting out some serious cash. So uh, published on March 1st, Ben Gilbert revealed some things uh, indie devs have said about their interactions with Google. Um, none of the... Uh, devs that were quoted were uh, attributed or no names put out. Um, so take this all kind of with a grain of salt. There's some anonymity here. We don't know how large or small these devs were. We can only assume that uh, if Google was talking to them about uh, putting games on Stadia, then probably some fairly large names or some names with some uh, uh, pedigree or prestige behind them. Uh, so one of the uh, quotes was, quote, we were approached by st the uh, Stadia team. Usually with that kind of thing, they lead with some kind of offer that would give you an incentive to go with them. That was kind of non-existence. That's the short of it. So Google approached them with and really didn't have any money to offer. Um, they didn't say for, you know, three million dollars you know we can have you guys uh you know exclusive to stadia there is no you know 60 70 percent share you know nothing there that <laughs> i think 60 70 percent share is um you know kind of high but uh for for some sort of sale um but yeah so there's just nothing really there another quote uh which uh, this one comes from a publishing executive said, quote, there isn't enough money there. And the offer was, quote, so low that it wasn't even part of the conversation. <laughs> um, end quote. Um, it was just like, can you please put it on? <laughs> Uh, here's another quote, um, quote, there are platforms you want to be on because they have an audience and you want to reach that audience. That's what steam is. That's what Nintendo switch is. They have big groups on their platforms and you want to be with those big groups so they can play your games. Uh, which that one was actually really telling to me because there's kind of this self feeding narrative, uh, or self fulfilling prophecy. Which is, you know, content is king in terms of gaming and with services, really in terms of media, content is king. Um, people go where the best content is and they're going to and they're going to buy into the places that the best content is, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, just to name a few. You know, no one talks about fucking crackle um, in terms of like the best TV shows out there. <laughs> um, and kind of likewise here, no one's really talking about Google Stadia. Because there isn't anything on there that really is attracting people. And without those people being there, Google doesn't have, doesn't have the firepower to bring devs on. Now, they'd say that they're going to have 100 plus games coming this year. 
Um, if that's the case, we're in March. I don't know how many of those hundred plus games have been released on Google Stadia. Uh, we're kind of getting towards the end of first quarter, um, which is uh, a little concerning. Um, from a developer point, uh, point of view, there isn't enough audience there to justify the high risk of developing for uh, Stadia games. Um, and it's really, like I said, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, Microsoft is getting around this by having their own uh, development teams work on projects for xCloud, which Google does have their own devs, but there are, uh, there's not much of note that's really been coming out of them. And then NVIDIA has been getting around this by simply offering a virtual PC. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, fairly shortly. Um, but yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on, on some of these quotes and, uh, and, and the, the things that devs are saying about Google Stadia? I think it's fair. I, uh, if devs feel that way, there's obviously a reason uh and they just stadia they charged an exorbitant amount of uh to start up stadia you had to have the special equipment to do stadia and then you had to buy the game separately like it's own its own platform and that's why i think nvidia did it better because they started out hey it's free you can do the five dollars a month if you wanted to you can play the games that you already have because you already paid for them. Um, versus, you know, buying the Google Stadia controller and and you know buying the game again like Destiny Two. Like I would have had to if I went to to Stadia. I would have had to purchase the DLCs and season pass on Stadia to play that content. Whereas. GeForce, I can log on and it's just like I'm playing on my computer at home. It's on my phone. They didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh, Lady, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't have like, I don't really know. Like, I don't, I don't, under, I didn't understand a whole lot of what you were talking about. So, because like, I don't. <laughs> I hate Dead to say, I hate enough. to be like I hate to be a guest and just be sitting here going like I don't know but like I'm not gonna lie mm. there's so much like about that kind of, I'm just I'm over here going like I don't so simply put people aren't playing Stadia because they don't want to spend the money they also devs don't want to put their games on there because either a they're not getting enough enough money to put them on the platform or B, they're not going to get enough people to play the games on that platform. Yeah. Basically, allegedly. Yeah. Basically what Google needs to do for Stadia to survive 2020 is they need to pull an Epic. They need to start offering shit for free every month. And then they need to, uh, really start shelling out some cash to devs and saying, we will do an exclusive deal with you. Um, yeah, that was something that uh, Epic definitely did, uh, what was it, this past year, mm -hmm. several times. It just kind of came out of nowhere. You're like, oh, it's going to be an Epic exclusive? Okay. So fuck my Steam key, right? Right. Cool. <laughs> rip, rip Metro least, players. 
Right? At least until next year. Cool. Borderlands 3 players. Big sad. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I broke down, dude. Borderlands 3 has been nothing but balls to the walls fun. And I finally found one of the guns that runs. It has legs. (laughs) (laughs) It yells random lines and just charges at an enemy shooting until it gets to him. And then it just throws itself at him and blows up. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. Um, So good. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. I, I I personally am not a huge fan of the whole ex- like exclusivity thing, mm-hmm. but the way I feel about it is so long as it works out for the devs and the fans don't get screwed, like kind of with how Epic did on a couple of those where like they had uh, Kickstarters or, you know, they had like crowd backed funding. Yeah. Like Shenmue 3, right? Yeah, and then out of nowhere, here comes Epic, and they're all like, we're just kidding. We're just going to throw a whole bunch of money at them, and all of you people that were expecting to be able to play this on this one thing, you got to come over and have our down, you know, and buy it from us, and blah, 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 blah. And I remember that just upset a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And my only response was, I was like, like, I mean, I understand it. I don't necessarily love Epic because the only thing I'm even aware that Epic has on there is what, Fortnite? Um, whatever yeah they have i mean epic has a whole list of things that they that they do um, yeah i'm I not saying that it. they don't i'm just saying that like it's like for me you know what i mean mm. i'm just a very very low level knowledge low level like you know player of that so i'm sitting here over here kind of going what has steam ever done to earn the loyalty that some people that had such an issue with it being a like a, a an epic exclusive what steam ever done for you that earned this loyalty like why do you have a problem with it being uh, an epic exclusive is it just because you prefer steam or mm-hmm. you know what i mean that was something about that whole situation i never even like i just could never understand because i have epic i've got steam i've got Uplay, i've got what are the other ones fucking blizzard you know what I mean? I've got Origin, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting over here going, if I want to play the game, and I and I'm I believe in the game enough to either pre-order it or play it, whatever. I don't fucking care. I'm gonna play it on PC on whatever thing, whatever platform. Just move, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand that. I guess for me, it's hard for me to understand anybody having an issue with exclusivity and i don't really know how we got on that subject because i don't think that has anything to do with what you were talking about no i mean it does have it does have okay good to do That's with what I, was saying. I felt like i went completely off into left field for a second and i was about no. to say i have a really bad habit of doing that so no it, well it does because google doesn't google stadia doesn't have much to offer i know they're of one exclusive uh that's going to be on stadia which is orcs must die three but other than that, there really isn't anything like there's not a selling point. Um, and even the the performance of the of the platform itself um, is evident uh, when we look at Destiny 2 numbers, because Destiny 2 numbers are probably the best way to gauge how well Stadia is doing. And it's less than like 0.012 percent. Uh, well, I mean, it, doesn't NVIDIA offer like something similar like I don't, yeah. I know Nvidia offers something really similar to what Stadia was supposed to be. Yeah, and I love it. And and I'm just sitting over here going like, so why? What? What's the point of? What's the point of Stadia then? 
yeah to be more expensive and kind of shiny yeah the yeah, like now they're tosin yeah go ahead Fanny phoenix no i was just gonna say like that that's pretty much all i like it sounds like is that there's just some you know it's almost like you pay for uh dlc and all you get are skins mm-hmm. you know like I don't know, like, my NVIDIA already offers the same thing, and I have NVIDIA, and I know you probably have to pay for it, but, um, you know. No. So, GeForce Now, you can get, you uh, can play for free. You're limited to limited to a one-hour session, then you have to rejoin a queue. Um, otherwise, it's $5 a month. You can access your Steam library um, and some other things uh and so you don't have to pay for another license so the five dollars a month gets you a six hour session time uh and priority placement in queues okay now i'm not gonna lie that sounds really stupid um i like don't i'm a gamer don't put any kind don't be bothering me with like fucking timetables dude (laughs) if Uh, i want to sit there there I was gonna say, if I just want to sit there and binge like paladins for twelve hours, miss me with your judgment, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna eat my can, Cheetos, as, right? Like I'm gonna eat my Cheetos and I'm gonna drink my Mountain Dew, and I dare you to judge me. I'll punch you in the throat, bro. Yeah, you still can play. Like, so you play your hour. It it kicks you off the computer that you're you're using at that, and you just have to requeue and start playing again. Mm-hmm. So and it has Steam. You can access your Origin. I can play Apex on my phone. Um, yeah. You can play Fortnite, Epic Launcher, Dauntless, whatever mm-hmm. you want to play. Okay, I have to randomly interject because you said something about playing on your phone. I'm morally opposed to mobile gaming. So <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not mobile. It's not mobile gaming. You're no, playing a PC. It's on and your phone. Sending though. it to your phone. Yeah, like exactly. it's on your phone, and like that feels, that feels like that feels like we're skirting the line here, and like I feel like I'm committing blasphemy even just entertaining this this conversation. So, so. It, it's main mainly the re, the the time is it is when I lost you there. on the go. God, it's he cuts out at just the perfect so time to use it is. And then there's the perfe- nothing else, and you're like, "Win, win! You can't do this to me." <laughs> the perfect time I use it is a break at work, my lunch, my lunch break at work, and when I'm on the go. Yeah. And right now, I believe they're doing a 90 day free, uh, trial for the membership, the five dollar membership. I don't know. I'm just a loser. I just I have a switch, and so I just I play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um so we actually have like a little bit of an update and i want to just do like a quick little response to something so uh nvidia now lost the long dark oh no so many people Dang. play that game not that not to say that the game is a failure it's just not like that's not like one of the ones that i would be like it didn't make a billion dollars it's yeah, a failure yeah. by like Activision. everybody's standards today the Activision loss was bigger than yeah. than that. Yeah, and like I said, not to not to like super sass the devs. I'm gonna sass the devs here a little bit. But uh, so they said, quote on Twitter after they pulled the, pulled it. They said, sorry to those who are disappointed. You can no longer play The Long Dark on GeForce Now. Nvidia didn't ask our permission to put the game on the platform, so we asked them to remove it. 
Please take your complaints to them, not us. Devs should control where their games exist. To which I say, first off, NVIDIA's not selling the game. The game has already been bought. Yeah, they're selling access to play it through their service. Yeah, they're basically selling like a rental PC, essentially. Um, If I wanted to... 100%. If I wanted to take that game, take all the game files, pull the game files, put it on a USB drive, and play that on a different machine, that's my right to do. Um... If I want to do that at a library, at work, wherever I can plug in a USB drive and run an executable from a USB drive or a USB uh, hard drive, um, I can do that. Um, when this point was made to them, they said, uh, quote, because they sell this, this service based on access to a library of content, we have the choice whether or not to be in that library or not. Our distribution agreement is with Valve, not NVIDIA. To which, again, I say... The distribution is through Valve. You are accessing a Steam library through a remote PC. The only leg this dev has to stand on is that this maybe potentially damages their ability to monetize a mobile port of this game. And to kind of prove this point, if I am logged in to my laptop on Steam, and I'm on a Wi-Fi network in like on this Wi-Fi network, I have a server or my regular PC because I can do this now. And I have a game that is compatible to be streamed to my laptop. It will just access my PC here, do all the processing and run it to my laptop. That's all that's happening with NVIDIA now. Um, so why is that? Why is that OK? Is it just because it's on a, the same Wi-Fi network? If I wanted to access the, if I wanted to stream my game over land or over Wi-Fi, you know, on on one PC to another PC, you know, that's that's where I'm like, there this already exists in the home, but suddenly because now you can just access it anywhere, there's a problem. Um, it's not a good look for these guys. They're a smaller dev company. To you know, to kind of get into that ooey wooey, you look like a greedy dickhead uh, mm-hmm. territory uh, is probably not a good look for your brand. Um, just saying. Um, they're saying they're saying some real boomer shit. <laughs> like we didn't give you permission to fl- let them play our game. No, you already got your money. Like, stop, yeah. chill. I can. I you got your money. For a lot of games, I can already stream it on my home network. That's that's that was the biggest thing. I'm like, I can already stream it from my home network. That's if I can already do that on my home network, why can't I do it through the internet regularly? And I believe Steam has like a, a streaming service on their own as well. They're working on one, but you can you can actually stream from one device to another. Like if you had like an Nvidia Shield or something else, you can actually access like your Steam games. And it would run it on your um, computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that is the long dark dev. Someone asked the quotes. Yeah, those quotes were directly from uh, on, from Twitter on a uh, from the long dark devs. 
So I I think it's a bullshit. I think it's I think it's kind of bullshit answers. Um, and really, I haven't seen anyone point out the fact that yeah, if I can already stream from my home network, what's it matter? If I can stream from my home network, and I can't stream from a regular internet connection, what's the, what really is the functional difference there? Um, because it's just accessing a PC. That's just let's, let's just be. Let's let's just call it what it is. Cloud chasing. I don't know if it's cloud chasing. I think it's eh. I, I think they it's saw Activision do it and they're like, we don't want we want to do this, too. I don't know. I think it's I eh. think it's them. I will say I think in v, I feel like they felt like they were kind of. Um, what's the word slighted by NVIDIA, because apparently as an apology, NVIDIA sent them uh, a graphics card. <laughs> Which is kind of, which from NVIDIA is kind of petty. Um, That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And we then, got a couple uh, surplus of these. Here you go. Yeah, Ren did just say, yeah, they do have a, a streaming service. Uh, they're doing, that's the co-op thing. I forgot about that. We covered that. Um, there's a stream, there's a Steam co-op where you stream uh, a, like a, a couch co-op game um, from one PC to another. Uh, and you only need one license to do it. So if I have a game, if me and Green want to play a game together, that's couch co-op. Um, I just send him an invite. Uh, and then he can join me. He doesn't have to buy the game. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at with the streaming services right now. Um, I know Project X Cloud had a bunch of stuff uh, announced. We can we can talk about that at a later date. But um, kind of looking at our uh, our time here, I figure we should move on to the deals of the month. You guys okay with that? Deals of the month. Yes. <laughs> Man, we should really get a jingle for deals of the month. Oh, hell yeah. With like a little piano tune, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it'll be like one of those cheesy, it'll be like one of those cheesy radio commercials and we'll get like a chorus and everything. Oh, oh. Where, where's Lucid? Where is Lucy? <laughs> Get him on the phone. <laughs> All right. So starting with Twitch Prime, which, of course, if you have Amazon Prime, connect your Twitch account to uh, your Amazon account and you get free games every month. You get a bunch of in-game loot. You also get a free sub every month, which you can use on Mr. Green Elite or Lady Phoenix or Revs Fen. Don't use it on me. I'm not worth it. Those guys are. Um, Give it to Danny. No. Um, or, so we're Phoenix. We've got uh, five games here. Twitch Prime. First being Bomber Crew, a strategic bombing sim where you keep your crew alive and complete objectives in a World War II setting. It was developed by Runner Duck and published by Curve Digital. The second game is Whisper of a Machine, a sci-fi Nordic adventure. Danny, Danny, Danny. Apparently, uh, we have no Ooh. sound. <clears throat> uh, I must have accidentally tapped that. Whoops. Um, testing one, two, three. There we go. Testing. So I don't know how much of that we missed. I'll have to do some editing Start over. in post. Yeah, so uh, Twitch Prime, uh, Bomber Crew, Whispers of a Machine, Mugsters, Fury, and Epistory. Um, go check those out. Uh, Epic Games 
Uh, currently, until March 5th, Inner Space. Uh, an ad adventure game developed by Polly Knight and published by Asper. Um, March, starting March 5th to March 12th, uh, there are two games free on Epic Games. Goner, uh, a roguelike video game developed by Heart, uh, Art in Heart, Art in Heart, uh, and published by Raw Fury. Um, number two, uh, for March 5th to March 12th on Epic Games is Off World Trading Company, which is an RTS game by Mohawk Games and published by Stardock. Which I think that uh, covers everything on PC. Uh, Mr. Greenlee, I'm going to toss it over to you for the um, console stuff. Yay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start and I'm going to. Hello. This is RevSven with the Xbox Games with Gold, March 2020. We have Batman, the Enemy Within, from March 1st to March 31st. And also, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, March 16th through April 15th. Um, it doesn't really give me any information on what either the take here pertain. Um, I'm assuming Batman is Batman. Um, and then this one. Shantae one sounds pretty interesting. It was first released in December 20th of 2016. PS4, Wii U, Xbox One, PC, Vita, and I don't know what NS is. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch, I was going to say. <laughs> um, I'm not getting a whole lot of details on it, uh, like what it actually is. I don't know if, if either one of you played that game yet. Uh, someone said it's a platformer. Okay, so that is not... Uh, PlayStation Plus members also get the game free, two free games the, uh, for March 20th or March 2020. Um, that is Shadow of the Colossus, the remake, and then Sonic Forces, uh, which is, of course, the, uh, I think it's the three dimensional Sonic game that came out a couple years ago. And then Shadow of Colossus. Um, I haven't tried any of those games. So it might be something worth picking up. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus is a, it's a bass bo uh, bass battler, uh, boss battler game. <laughs> yeah, uh, third person action RPG. Uh, you go and and fight. I think it's ten bosses. Um, it's known for being pretty difficult. Continue. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen Shadow of. Um, I've, I've seen it. I just haven't tried. Yeah. So definitely something that, uh, to try out, especially for it being free. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, so. and then of course the, each one has some get for super cheap sub $10. So those are some things you should look into as well. Yeah. Um, any other deals in the month we want to talk about? Uh, take. Uh, oh, I didn't sorry. see I anything did not... on Nintendo Switch. Uh, okay, I was gonna say yeah. I haven't looked at Nintendo. No, I, so they really don't do any monthly deals. Um, 
things will go on sale every once in a while, but they don't do any like free games or anything like that. Um, uh, there is a game that released on Steam as well, uh, February 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, that is free to play. Um, the de- developer is SMU Guildhall, and mm-hmm. it's called Tex Mex. Tex Mex. That's M E C H S Mex, like Mex suits. Uh, okay. Uh, it is a first person, first person single player action adventure Mex shooter, where you fight to reclaim the insect infested wastelands of an alien colony, New Texas. Um, it looks a lot like um, like a Borderlands type uh, of game, like play style, like mm-hmm. the design. Um, but it is free to play. It might be something I actually pick up as well. Um, you can check that out on Steam. Nice. Uh, lady, do you know any uh, deals people should be looking at right now? Uh, not necessarily deals, but Paladins has their new uh, Battle Pass dropping tomorrow. New mm. uh, Big Patch with uh, the new battle pass and their Egyptian skins. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. Um, yep. Anything else we want to talk about guys? Uh, Destiny 2's new season. Oh yeah. Trial trials is back. <laughs> trials. Cyrus. If any of those destiny two fans are chilling out there, it's going to be wild. Yeah. Uh, someone said Apex had an update today. Yes, uh, like a 32 gig uh, update as well. I'm not exactly sure what they changed. I haven't actually gotten a chance. To... So yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I'll be looking at uh Valorant. Uh, pretty hard. See where they kind of go with it, and uh, if it's going to fill that dirty bomb shaped hole in my heart. Uh, what about uh, we have a a game that we're looking into this week as well? Oh yeah, well let's uh let's save that for yeah. uh, a, a co stream. People will yeah, figure that sneaky. out. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, uh, we got to keep it coming. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So if that's all, then we're gonna go on ahead and uh, get ready to wrap up the show here. Uh, let's start with you, Lady Phoenix. What's coming up with you, and where can people find you? Um, I stream on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm actually working on a couple of different videos uh, for YouTube. A couple of like movie reviews, a couple of video essays, that kind of thing. And I'm actually getting ready to start incorporating some other stuff into my stream where I normally stream games. I'm going to start doing some like crafting, like craft stuff and uh, other like IRL stuff too. So candle making, uh, doing puzzles, that kind of stuff. Because I'm like really fast at puzzles, like a thousand pieces in like eight hours. Damn. Super fast. I love puzzles. <laughs> so find her. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. And then after I do that, I actually uh, go through the. I'm gonna go through like the whole process of how to like uh, mount them, what all to use, and all that kind of stuff. Because like I like to frame them and put them up. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, so guys, go find her on Mixer and on Twitch and YouTube and all those fan 
fantastic places. If you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube, of course, links will be down below in the description of this episode. Green Elite, what's coming up with you? Um, well, I just remembered that I lost you there. Uh, I, I said I just remember that there's a special event going on Apex. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm gonna check out sometime this week. But first, I'm gonna get my seal in Destiny 2 for this season. Worldly, actually a big shout out to Worldly. Um, because he uh talked about it in chat and I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Um, so um, you can catch me on my Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. You can find me on the, all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, CTV, Mr. Green Elite, by the way. Uh, Facebook. I don't use my Facebook as much as I should. YouTube. I don't use that very much, but I should. But <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm not sure what all is coming up on my channel. Uh, I'll probably be playing... Uh, some Apex this week. I've been having the uh, hankering a little bit to do uh, some creative stuff. I have some things I want to take care of. Um, and what better place to do it than on uh, on stream where I can get uh, feedback. So that might be some stuff that's coming up uh, on my channel. Otherwise, guys, uh, we appreciate uh, all of you here for joining us. It means a lot to us that you guys would uh, come join us live or choose us uh, to listen to. Uh, or watch um, if you guys missed any part of the show you can find us on google podcasts spotify apple podcasts you can watch the vod on twitch or on youtube um, if you guys like what we do here there's a few simple ways that you can help support the show you guys can um, give us a rating or review on your uh, platform of choice you guys can uh, subscribe to us on youtube you guys can uh, leave comments likes uh, ring the bell on YouTube as well. You guys can also uh, retweet um, our our uh, episodes and all that stuff as well. Uh, or you can even tell us about your friends on social media. Um, I think that's all we have for the show this week, guys. Once again, a big, huge shout out and big, wet, sloppy kiss to Lady Phoenix Gray for... Um, filling in for revs fan this week uh guys go send him some good vibes uh and we will talk to you again next week goodbye bye thanks for listening to the show if you like what we do give us a rating and review on your favorite platform 